0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Craig Williams. I'll be taking you on a culinary adventure through Walt Disney World. Before we get started, I need to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Remember, it costs you no extra money and it helps support us. So. For a free no-obligation quote, head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today. Also, please make sure to subscribe to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, please, 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 if you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star rating and review. Now, on with the show. This week, we have three new reviews for you. We are taking you all over the world. That is Walt Disney World. Actually, we're taking you all throughout the galaxy and and other galaxies. We're taking you across the universe or universes. I don't even know how far to extend it to, but we have a lot for you here. And we have a dining review from Fiasco, and I believe his wife joined him for it. Don't know that off the tip of tip of my head, but I I think that's the case, and then I head out for a solo review like I do so often, but then right at the end, Denny and I got together to do a very special review, and we have all of that coming to you in just a second, the, the later stuff, because we're going to get started with our first one, our first dining review of the week, and like I said, this one comes courtesy of Fiasco, and he heads to disney springs to try out yasaki a place that i know that rhino has reviewed before but i think it's fiasco's first time and i know he had bow buns here and well i guess we're just gonna have to to take a listen to the review and see what he thinks about them
1: hello everybody fiasco and Haley behind the camera right now Back at Disney Springs to get some uh, buns here, some bow buns at Yasake. I think I'm saying it right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the it's the bun stand right here as you walk out of Orange Garage at Disney Springs. Uh, I also got a nice little boba slushy. Uh, well, actually, this is just like a it's just like a lemonade with blueberry boba's in it. Haley got the mango one, which she'll tell you about that, and then I got the chicken bun, uh, which I have yet to eat. I'm going to eat it right here, right now. Why not? Didn't take any b-roll of it because I figured I'd just show it to you as I open it up. You want to see the inside, right? And this chicken bun was six bucks. Got a look on the inside there. Here's a look inside. Uh, There's a teriyaki sauce in it and I will say the teriyaki sauce is a little sweet, a little sweeter than I would have liked um, but it's, it's okay. I've definitely had much better, uh, buns before, much better. However, considering this is only $6, that's pretty respectable. Um, there's not a lot of things at Disney that could, that could constitute like a light lunch item for six bucks. I mean, that's really good. The bun is very doughy, and the chicken, as you saw when I showed you, is like crumbles. It's almost like, looks like ground beef crumbles, but it's chicken. Now, this lemonade, this blueberry boba lemonade, was $8, so pretty expensive, Um, I get a lot of boba teas around the Central Florida area, and this is uh, this is up there for some of the priciest uh, boba boba drinks that I've bought. They do have boba tea, um, boba milk tea, but there's no dairy substitutes, so you're going to have to stick with the lemonade if you want boba here. And yeah, that just tastes like fresh lemonade with popping boba pearls, that happen to be blueberry flavored. Very refreshing, very refreshing. And it's a hot, hot late late June day here in Florida. So this is really good for that. Um, However, unlike the bun that I think is a great price, I think this lemonade is a little bit expensive. I don't know if I'm gonna catch myself ordering this over and over again, just based on eight bucks for a lemonade with some blueberry bobas in it. That's a little much. I know plenty of other places around here that I can get really good boba teas for cheaper.
2: All right, so I got a mango lemonade boba, I think it is, and I haven't really tried it. Let me try it right now. Okay, that's good. It's really, like Corey said, it's really refreshing, but I think it's a little too sweet for me. So I like very mild sweet drinks if I'm gonna get something. I usually love like a boba milk tea with like a dairy alternative, that's my go-to. So this is something I normally wouldn't really order. I do love boba, I do love the popping pearls and everything, but it's too sweet. It's just too sweet for me. And if you really like sweet, drinks and then you probably will like this so this was the same price as the lemonade blueberry boba which was eight dollars like cory mentioned it is a ridiculous price i think i think it's definitely a ridiculous price but it's okay um now we're gonna move on to the pizza bun i'm actually very excited about this because i've never really seen anything like this before and i think it's a newer item i remember like coming here like maybe like a year ago or something a year and a half ago um a while ago. This was not on the menu. The chicken bun was on the menu. So let me try. Okay, it's very doughy, very doughy. Yeah, look at it fall apart. It's very doughy, but it's not, it doesn't look bad. Okay. Okay, the dough is like sticking to the roof of my mouth. It's very hard to chew. And now, taste-wise, okay, it's a pizza bun. I don't really taste any cheese at all. I just kind of taste like marinara sauce and some, I don't even know what's honestly in here. Like, look at it. Does that look like, like, it doesn't resemble pizza at all. It doesn't really taste like pizza either. But is it good? Does it taste good? Kind of. I really don't know how to compare this to anything. It has, like, the little crumbles inside, as you can see no cheese at all. Honestly, would I get this again? No, I probably wouldn't get it again. But if you're in a rush, it's a very cheap option, and it's right at the exit of, like, the Orange Garage. So, if you're, if you're starving and you want something fast, I would say maybe get a bun, but it's okay. I don't really know what else to say about this. And I did forget to mention one thing, which is a very important thing, so I'm, I'm so sorry. There is sausage in this. It is not plant- base obviously it is not vegetarian there is sausage in this I went to go check again because I was like what is that crumbleness? what is going on in this pizza bun I should have read the description a little bit more but there is sausage marinara and cheese cheese I don't taste any cheese at all but yeah sorry about that I really I just needed to mention that
1: all right that's going to do it for our little light lunch it's
2: very sunny (laughs) any final thoughts Okay, yes, I wanted to mention one more thing. As I kept drinking the mango lemonade boba drink, I ended up hating it so much. So I ended up throwing it out, unfortunately. It was not good. I just want to say, do not waste your money on it, please. You'll find better.
1: Yeah, a little pricey, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah listening to that review, I don't think I'll go to Yasaki anytime soon at disney springs especially when there's so many other good choices there from chicken guide uh, to deluxe burger you know there's there's just too many choices at disney springs to to limit it to something that's like Yasaki. but you know what hey maybe maybe it gets better in time and i'm eating my own words on this later on down the road we'll just have to wait and see but We're going to continue our world travels to, well, the World Showcase, because I went to the Germany Pavilion at Epcot to try out Summerfest. It was a request from one of the audience people out there, and so I did it. It's got a small menu, so not a lot of guesses on what I probably got. But let's go ahead, listen to the review. Now, you can choose to call me Craig today, or you can call me Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago, because I'm having a brat first. So on, I think, one of the last dining reviews I did at Katsura Grill here in Epcot's World Showcase at the Japan Pavilion, someone asked me to come over to Germany to go to Summerfest to get the broad And I am more than happy to oblige that. Just tell me where to go eat. And if it's quick service for the most part, and we haven't reviewed it recently, I'm going to go there and eat. And if you don't know where Summerfest is, it is basically located right across from Beer Garden. And then it's also located across from that big giant blank wall that was supposed to be the entrance to the Rhine River Cruise attraction that just never happened here in Germany. And yeah, it's just tucked back in. And it's not a massive menu. You have a jumbo pretzel and you have the bratwurst and then you have a variety of beers and drinks. But yeah, it's uh, it's in terms of food, a pretzel and, and the bratwurst. And I don't even know if I would you know classify the pretzel as a, a meal item there because you can just... You can just go to any of the carts and get a pretzel, but the bratwurst is 1029. It is obviously a sausage served on a fresh made house, freshly made roll and then served with sauerkraut and then it's served on the side with house made paprika chips. And just looking at it visually, as I'm sitting here looking at it, the sausage looks really small. And you know, the sauerkraut, I could have used more with it. I got mustard because I think it's going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting. It looks very bready. The chips look delicious, though. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Guess I shouldn't be Abe Froman, sausage king of Chicago. I should be Craig Williams, the sausage king of Epcot. Ooh. okay. Here goes nothing. Actually, I I think here truly goes nothing. I don't know how I'm going to eat this. So, going to try to do it not embarrassingly here's the good news the sausage is really good uh this is this is a really nice little hand sandwich in a way Uh, the bread is so so soft you can tell just how freshly made the bread is it is just it's so 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 good i was not expecting the bread to be the star of this but it's uh coming very close to and the sausage you know it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like they just slapped a cheap brat from the grocery store on this. It's probably what it honestly is. You know, it's not like they're, they're filling their own brats and making it that way. I'm sure they're just buying it in bulk, but they found one that was, uh, of a good quality and that makes me happy. And then for the sauerkraut, you know, it just adds that nice tangy sourness and just, uh, just really enhances the dish overall. I am gonna put a little bit of spicy brown mustard on it though, just because that is, that's usually how I like to eat my brats with with a little mustard on. So I think if anything, it's just gonna take it up another another level, but not, not really necessary at all. Overall, just eating it, it's a really, really, really good sausage. Mm. I suppose I also need to try one of these house-made paprika chips, and they are definitely coated in paprika. A lot. A lot of seasoning. And that's good, because I like paprika. And I think I'm going to like this chip. Chips are really good. I don't know what else to say about it, except for the fact that it's a potato chip that tastes like paprika, but I think that's the point. I think that's what they're going for. I really like them. and. There was a lot buried under the actual sausage. So it was like, surprise, tons of food. And uh, I'm not gonna be able to eat them all. That's how many there are. But I'm gonna get back to my meal. I'll wrap it up in a bit. I just finished eating my meal and overall I really enjoyed it. The sausage of course was, uh, it just got better with every single bite. I am so happy about it. And again, that bread, oh, it was just so fresh, so soft, so good. and and the sauerkraut I love it on there. The one thing that I did notice because there was a couple people in front of me in line they asked every single person who ordered a brat uh, if they wanted sauerkraut on it as well and you know some were saying yes others were saying no others were saying on the side so you do have options with it. If you think you don't like sauerkraut Give it a shot anyways, maybe ask for it on the side, see if they can just put a little bit in another bowl on the side and, and give it a shot because it does go really, really well with this dish. And I know sauerkraut kind of stinks and cabbage, who wants cabbage? And I I get it. I get it all, but still try to give it a shot. Maybe not go for it right away on the sandwich or do it and then just pull it off if you don't want to. It pretty much just all falls off. You'll get a couple strings too, and you can say, you know what? I give it a shot. But I would still recommend trying it. The one thing I am gonna knock this on just slightly is the chips. I need to go back to see the last time I reviewed the Broadfirst here. It's been a couple years, but I feel like back then the chips were your normal house-made Disney potato chips like that I got at Sleepy Hollow refreshments way back when and a lot of other places. These to me felt like they were from a bag and They were probably taken out of the bag and put in another bowl and then tossed in the paprika dust, paprika powder. Uh, I, you know what? That's not a problem if that's how they have to do it right now. But uh, as I kept eating, I was like, "Ah, something about these just, they don't feel like they were actually house-made. And if someone is watching this who works at Summerfest and says, no, 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 trust me, they are house-made, I would be very happy to hear that. But I just feel like, they they could be a little bit better. The flavor is delicious, but it's the chip themselves. They're they're very much just like a bag of chips. It's a uh, little overly greasy, and that's not usually the case with with Disney's house made chips. But I'm spending way too much time dissecting a sausage and chips here. I think you figured it out. Uh, it's worth trying if you like Broadfirst, If you don't, you know, just pass on by. Go check out Katsura Grill the pizza windows open in Italy. Try that out. Regal Eagle. It's Epcot. There's so many good choices. That was a really good sausage. I could go for another one of those real soon. That bread was so soft, but chatting with people in the YouTube comments about it too, it's actually, it is kind of unusual because I've, I've typically, when I've had an authentic brats and German sausages. If there's bread, it's usually just like a really small piece of bread that comes with it. And then the sausage is hanging out over the sides. This is goofy talk right now, I know, but that's how I've had it before. And so then this is more like how you would serve an italian style sausage or a sausage sandwich anything like that not necessarily the the way you would present it uh if it's more authentically german but it's still when the bread's good and and the sausage isn't bad and the sauerkraut kicks you've got that little bit of mustard it's all good it is very good but we have to continue on and i said world traveling universe traveling galaxy traveling oh whoa whoa we are traveling to a galaxy far far away because denny and i went to star wars galaxy's edge to try out the new menu at docking bay 7 the counter service quick service restaurant inside star wars galaxy's edge they left two menu items on there from the past menu and the rest have been revamped we got them all plus a dessert and yeah, we ate a lot and we have a lot of thoughts. This is one, it, it's a little bit long. So buckle up. Here we go. Bright suns, everyone.
3: Bright suns. It's Craig. And Denny.
0: And we are on the planet Batu in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yay. Very exciting. Yep. The, uh, the big news this week out of Galaxy's Edge is that Docking Bay 7 has received a pretty extensive menu change.
3: Yes, they have. There's like five new things, right, Craig?
0: Yeah, five new things. They took away some of the old favorites and replaced some of them with hopefully what will be oh, new favorites. I
3: really hope so, because I had some favorites on that old menu.
0: Yeah, and we are going to try them all. I am hungry. I am too. And we have a lot to eat
3: yes we do four
0: entrees and Uh, one dessert
3: i feel like we need to go run around a little bit to, you know make sure we are we have the appetite but i think we can do it
0: i think so too we should have brought tupperware just in case (laughs) yes
3: i don't have any tupperware yeah i don't have any with me
0: or or good ones at home that i'd like to bring in a theme park it doesn't matter let's go try to eat all the food and hopefully it's good
3: Let's go over the five new dishes here at Docking Bay 7. We've got a lot of things to cover. There will not be a pop quiz, so you'll be fine. Here we go, very first thing, we've got the Patuan Beef Crispy Tapado Stir Fry. It's 18 dollars and it's smoky braised beef glazed in tamarind sauce served with stir fried vegetables, crispy herb, yucca, pickled onions, and cilantro. Next up, we've got the roasted indorian chicken salad for thirteen dollars and ninety nine cents. Marinated chicken, mixed greens, shaved onion and radish, grapes, tomato and cucumber, and a lemon pomegranate vinaigrette with spiced yogurt drizzle. Next up, we've got the pure Janad hot chicken tipia for fifteen dollars and forty nine cents. Crispy chicken, sweet chipotle glaze, white rice relish of sweet corn, shishito peppers, piccama and plantains and cilantro. Uh, Next, we've got the pica tuna poke for $17.99. Raw tuna tossed in a spicy sriracha dressing served with green papaya salad, pickled mushrooms, fresh herbs, and crispy garlic. Finally, and I have to admit this is the one I'm looking forward to the very most. It's the outpost puff It's the new dessert item on the menu for six dollars and ninety nine cents Chocolate pastry filled with guajillo chocolate mousse and green milk sauce Finished with a Thai tea panna cotta, spiced pineapple, and confectionery debris I can't wait to find out what exactly constitutes confectionery
0: debris. We'll see And the kind folks here at Docking Bay 7 were nice enough to give us two completely empty bowls so that way we can kind of make our own buffet here and pick and choose a little bit of all the dishes here that we do want to try. And of course, we're gonna share what we think along the way. So let's dig in.
3: All right, I am going into my first dish with a bit of a tear of sadness because my favorite Batuan beef hot roast, the former braised shack roast, is no longer on the menu. It was $18.99 and I used to come in specifically into this park just for that dish. So, I, I have faith though. It's going to be okay. We'll, well, we'll see if it's going to be okay. So, I am trying the, uh, the batuan beef crispy tapato stir fry. And I've got some fried yuca going on here that I'm gonna to try to cut with my fork real quick. And uh, one thing that was really good is that the, the beef is tender enough to fall apart. That was the case before. And um, I'm glad that we've got that going on and we have napkins going, so watch out. Here we go. So it says smoky braised beef. What is going on here is a lot. It's more heat than smoke. So yes, I I'm picking up the smoky flavor, but I'm also picking up heat. So if you are sensitive to spicy food, just go into it knowing there's some heat going on behind it. Um, but that all that being said, it's good. It's got a really good flavor, and I'm not somebody who like is head over heels over spicy, spicy food. I will eat it but I'm not over the, you know, I'm not like, oh, give me more. Like Craig and Rhino, they love spicy things. However, this is, I, I can handle this. I can handle this and it's good. It's got a good flavor to it. As long as the beef is tender, I'm happy. Here we go. Okay, I like the crispy yucca. Um, it, it is herb. It is true to the title of the dish, tr- true to the description. It's It's good. I like most things fried. I'm not very picky when it comes to fried foods, so I'm okay with the yuca being fried. What I do miss are those gorgeous mushrooms that used to be involved with the pot roast before. It came in this lovely gravy with pasta on the side and chanterelle mushrooms, and I miss those. Um, I'm gonna continue eating though, and hopefully, and hopefully I'll still be all right with it. I like the addition of the veggies in it, but I am
0: missing those mushrooms. The last time I ate at Docking Bay 7, I had the fried chicken tip-yip, the fried Dorian tip-yip. That's still on the menu, but now they've added a second tip-yip. And as Denny already said, it is supposed to be a, a hot chicken tip-yip. So in terms of spicy, because it has the chipotle glaze on it. I'll be honest, when I looked at this dish, I thought that it was almost pork belly for a second because of the glaze. It, it had that exact same look, but, when you cut through it, it is chicken all the way through, but you can distinctly tell how they have that, like, that skin on with the glaze, and it's very pretty. And I hope it's as good as it looks. I think it will be. We'll find out. It is so spicy. This thing is lighting my mouth on fire and I am here for every second of it. It's actually, it is, it's like getting to the back of my throat and I don't have water with me right now, I'm probably gonna have to go get some. It's not gonna fix anything, maybe temporarily. It is so hot, but it is so, so good. Uh, It, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm gonna be freaking out about this heat for probably a long time. I did not expect it in any way. And what, what an awesome piece of chicken and, it comes. It's supposed to come with the, uh, the white rice and then the corn kind of succotash style uh, side dish. Maybe that will pull everything down a little bit. That's exactly what it does. The, the corn and the, the rice and the other vegetables in there really help to cool off the, the heat that you get from the chicken, making it a really nice, well-balanced dish. I'm a fan.
3: Okay, I am trying what Greg just tried, the tip-yip that is a little spicy now. That's a hot day today, and now it's even hotter. That is some hot chicken. My whole mouth, it takes a second. And then all everything is firing, <laughs> literally firing. Okay, if you love spicy things, that will be your new best friend. That is a spicy, legit spicy dish. And not something that you always find at a theme park counter service restaurant. It's good. Like you said, Craig, that's a really nice piece of chicken. But holy
0: cow, water. Denny is absolutely right. It's like the the heat level takes you to the very next level. I We're in the shade. It's kind of cool. There's a little bit of a breeze. I am now sweating because of how hot it was you know the first disney take on kind of like nashville hot chicken i think i've had nailed it but denny also sold me on really wanting to try this pot roast so that's what i'm moving on to next and you know exactly how she described just falls right apart so that's at least a benefit yeah it's good pot roast uh, it, it does fall apart, again, as we've already described enough, so I don't know why I'm repeating that. Of all the things I could have said, I just repeated. it. It falls apart. Uh, I also am not really getting any of the smokiness, per se. I am getting a bit of a sweetness, so I don't know if maybe when it did get that smokiness, if there was something else put in that that added that, that sweet profile to it. But it's, it's a nice piece of beef, but i'm kind of like if i'm having like a pot roast i want it with mashed potatoes and gravy and lots of vegetables and so i'm not i'm not as huge on this one but don't get me wrong this is a tasty tasty piece of meat but now for yuca and the yuca does help to you know add that meat and potatoes feel to it with that tiny hit hint of sweetness but at the same time too it's really well seasoned uh you know, not just not just salt and pepper. There's there's a nice herb taste to it. Uh, I, I like it. I like it. I'm just not blown away by it. And we have a lot more to eat.
3: So I'm gonna try the Endorian chicken salad, roasted Endorian chicken salad, and um, I've got a little bit of everything on it. It's got a lemon pomegranate vinaigrette, like we said earlier, and it's got this yogurt drizzle almost like I would imagine a rata. So, we'll see. We'll see how it tastes. I've got a little bit of everything on this pipe. Before we got going, I mentioned to Craig that every single one of the new five dishes has a level of spice. It says spicy this or smoky that or whatever. There's there's something, there's a level of heat in each one of these dishes. Even the dessert dish. um, Or at least they're supposed to be. If you are heat averse this get the chicken salad because it's not while I detect I didn't have a ton of drizzle the, the yogurt drizzle um, on that bite I had some and there was a little bit hint of something but it really was overpowered by that nice vinaigrette which is is nice it's not as bright as I would want it to be for having lemon involved in it but it was just one bite I'm going to continue eating it and I'll share
0: if there are any additional thoughts, but so far, so good. The old tip salad here was one of my favorite dishes, something that I got really often because it was it was light but filling and refreshing and also just you know you felt okay after eating it. Because you don't always feel that way about anything you eat at Disney, especially salads, but this salad always rocked it and you know, the, the new lettuce blend that they have for here is not blowing me away just by looking at it. It's like a romaine blend with maybe a little bit of, yeah, most with a little bit of like arugula in there too. But it's not like a, a fun kale blend like before. So that's a minus, but not necessarily a game changer. You know, I'm fine with romaine. I enjoy romaine, but got a little bit of everything in this piece of chicken. One of the watermelon radishes and a grape. See how it tastes. I think Denny hit the nail on the head with this. It's just kind of refreshing. Uh, there's nothing that's like jumping out to me as a dominating flavor in this. If anything is, it's kind of like just a watery flavor overall, and you know that's that's not awesome. I think that probably has to deal with the the vinaigrette on there, but it's not it's not offensive. And the chicken is still really really well roasted. You know, it's got kind of that, I don't want to say chewy outside to it, but you know, it does have that where there's actually some texture to it, but still uh, nice and, and soft and, and and perfect on the inside. So I'm not blown away by this. I think, I think very similar to the hot roast. I think the, the salad change might be not for the better, but it's still not, it's not bad by any means. It's a good salad just not as good as the last one. I've
3: never in my life had poke. And I'm having it in a theme park for my first time. I don't know, was that smart? I'm not sure. Um, But we have tuna poke on the menu here. This is one of the new dishes, and so I needed to try it. And it comes with um, a spicy sriracha dressing and some slaw, and so I'm gonna try a little bit of everything and mushrooms, cute little baby mushrooms. All right, here we go. The level of heat does not touch the hot tip, yep, so that's good. I was was interested in seeing what the spicy sriracha sauce was like, not bad at all. And I've had tuna poke now, and it's, it was tuna that had not had heat applied. (laughs) That's all I can say, I have no comparison to give to it. Um, Would I order it again if I'm on my own? Probably not, because there are actual meats on the menu that have had heat applied to them. And that's my general preference. However, was it fun to try? Absolutely.
0: Unlike Denny, I eat too much poke. Not enough that I'm going to give myself, like, mercury poisoning or anything, but I I do eat tuna poke quite a bit. Probably once a week, once every other week usually. There's a poke place like five minutes from my house, so it's a nice way to to grab a bite that's on the healthy side. Unless you eat way too much of it. But, you know, that's anything. Eat eat everything in moderation. So, I'm excited for this. The heat signature to this is very, very light. It's almost... It's almost non-existent, which isn't a bad thing, you know, but enough of it is there. I'm not sure if maybe it's the the hot chicken that's also messing with my taste buds on it. Maybe I'd taste it a little bit more. We would have had the, the hot chicken last. But it's a, it, it is actually pretty decent poke. And, you know, they, they give you a healthy portion of fish with it. And so I can't really complain about that. But I'm gonna try one more bite, but with like all the, the slaw and everything. I know we said the salad was refreshing. I actually think the poke is even more refreshing. Uh, The fish is nice, the slaw adds that crunch, but also another level of coolness to the entire dish. Not that there's any heat that needs to cool it down, but it's still there, both in temperature and in, in just that overall cooling factor. I like it, I like it a lot.
3: All right, we are here for what is now the only dessert on the menu at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. It is the Outpost Puff, and as someone who enjoys desserts, I am greatly looking forward to it. In fact, this was the thing I was looking forward to the most on the menu. We see um, the Thai tea uh, puff on top. I want to get the exact... Yeah, panna cotta. It's like a little puff of panna cotta on top. We've seen that before with the batu bun. So we have a a cake (laughs) that is not easily cut into. I'm trying my very best. I got it, I got it, I got it. I think I do. All right. Um, I'm gonna get some of the green milk sauce and some of the spiced pineapple like they just decided to throw all the disparate things into one dish. I don't understand. And we've got some of the guajillo chocolate mousse and it's a mess. I think, this is really weird. (laughs) And I love chocolate. I love dessert. Give me a sweet thing and I will love you forever. Um, But this is, so it said it's a chocolate pastry that's been filled. So you might think like an eclair, um, something along those lines, but it looks like a chocolate cake. It's not a chocolate cake. It is a chocolate, a harder chocolatey, like a, it's a choux pastry is what it is. It's a chocolate choux pastry, which is really, really easy to make. If you ever want to make a choux pastry at home, you can, it's a quick way to get a beignet if you've got a beignet hankering one evening. Um, so that's what it is. And then they've also put the guajillo chocolate mousse inside and underneath and then they've just kind of flopped everything else on it and it all has become this um, I want to say convoluted kind of thing it's it's overall the taste is nice the texture is really if you're a texture person you're not going to like this as much I don't think because they're so like the choux pastry is holding together and then everything else is just gooey and sloppy and runs together I'm not I don't I don't have any heat from the Guajillo it's supposed to be like a medium heat I don't feel that going on could be because of the hot chicken we had earlier who knows spiced pineapple not so much so I'm not sure I'm getting this again and I hate to say that because it is literally the only dessert on the menu right now but I'm gonna continue and we'll see if I've got other thoughts.
0: I am now a little bit scared to eat this dessert because I have a love-hate relationship with chocolate, and this is a lot of chocolate altogether. And if Denny doesn't have high remarks for it, then I can't imagine how I'm gonna feel about it. And the green milk thing, I'm very intrigued by that. But I don't know if it's gonna have enough flavor to actually mean anything with this. So I, I might as well just eat it. I don't really have anything to say about this dessert. It's light and very airy, so it's not like it's not that dense dessert that you're like, oh, I don't know how I'll be able to walk around all day. It's not bad on that level, and even the chocolate is very, very mild, very milky. It's not you don't have like these bursts of dark chocolate that are really overpowering the the dish. There's not that like massive amount of fudge that just sends you into chocolate overload it's actually very very balanced for how how much brown is on the plate but i'm just i'm not wild about it i i i thought the old desserts that were here were were far superior to this one and i will not be sad when it goes because i will never be ordering it again after today all wrapped up all done and now we're hiding from the Florida rain. It's delightful. Yeah, it's normal. But Denny, what were your overall thoughts? Which dishes would you get again? Which ones did you think weren't up to snuff? What's your thoughts?
3: Gosh, Craig, it's a good question. I um, I wanted to love the batuan beef. I wanted to love the new dish that they did with the stir-fried veggies, the whole nine yards but I didn't, I really didn't. For 18 dollars what you get in that dish is nowhere near what you used to get with the old patooine beef or the braised roast. Uh, and so that's really disappointing. So I'm gonna steer clear of that. I'm gonna steer clear of um, the outpost puff. Unfortunately, that dessert just does not work. It just doesn't. Um, I don't know what the combination, the magic combination is, but they've not quite hit it. Uh, I do give them points for creativity, yeah. but, man, it, it did not hit the market. Oddly enough, the Perjanad um, hot...
0: Chicken. Chicken. <laughs>
3: is... I, I don't do spicy stuff, but if you are looking for something that is packed with flavor, that will make you... That I feel like has... Value for the money spent.
0: And for fifteen, that's
3: the way to go. Fifteen forty nine. Okay, yeah. That's that's the route to go. Um, but overall, and and gosh, I love docking bay seven. But man, I am I'm disappointed.
0: Yeah, this was a tough one. I I also thought the poke was delicious overall. I ate every bit of fish in there, and that one was seventeen ninety nine, and it was good, but you know it was it, it still would i get it again probably not unless i really wanted poke and also happened to be here the the hot chicken was by far the best that was an awesome addition to the menu i i will get that again for sure the the beef the pot roast i did i ended up clearing the end of the dish uh, after Denny was done with it and <laughs> I ate the rest of it. And a lot of the stir-fry vegetables were at the bottom and they were actually really nice once you got to them. But they were all just kind of hidden at the bottom. So that was that was a bummer. But once I got to it, it's like, okay, I get this a little bit more, but still at $18.99, that's a little bit pricey for that one. And then with the salad, uh, the salad was $13.49, I believe, yes. with that one. <laughs> That was okay. It was watery, though. But, yeah. I I didn't... (laughs) You drained the salad at one point. I did. As we got to the end, I completely drained the salad. There was so much water in it. And I could have used more of just the the herb cream that was on there. I can't remember the exact description of it. But that was really nice. That was better than whatever whatever, lemon vinaigrette-style dressing. Lemon
3: pomegranate. And that, yeah. yeah, that was a creamy yogurt drizzle.
0: Yeah, the creamy yogurt drizzle. That was good. It was herby. It was very, very nice. It needed more of that, less of the lemon pomegranate. But it still wasn't bad. It's not as good as the old salad. I would get that salad again when I wanted a salad here. But, you know, then factoring in the other two items on the menu that did not go away were the the Kadu rib. And right. then the fried andorian tip mm-hmm. And I would say the only I would probably eat the hot chicken over the tip Yes still I, I yes. like the hot chicken that was that was really really good. Um, but yeah, overall I'm just I'm not I'm not super impressed with the, the new addition, sadly, but it's
3: so sad.
0: One good item out of it. And the nice part is knowing that they are willing to change the menu at Docking Bay 7. So I don't... uh, It's the first menu we had for over a year. And we'll see how long we have this menu. And maybe it will change in the future. And we'll have new favorites or returning old ones.
3: Mm, That would be great.
0: That would. The nice part is, even though Disney had to go messing with that menu at Docking Bay 7... Ronto Roasters is right next door and we can always get a Ronto wrap. And the fried and Dorian tip yips still available, so you know it's not it's not all bad. But that hot chicken one, oh yeah, I will be getting that again. That was good. Maybe I'll mess around with the side though. I know it, it's supposed to come with that one specific one, but I I feel like maybe, maybe I could find a better pairing for it but who am i to say i'm just the eater i'm not the the creator of the menu so i shouldn't go messing around with their stuff too much but yeah uh, be be warned now if you're going to docking bay 7 expecting to have one of your favorites it might not be there anymore and it might not be for the better and if that is the case I I apologize on Disney's behalf because they are never going to apologize to you. So, I'll I'll apologize for them. That's that's nice, right? But anyways, that's it for this week's show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you appreciate it. And if you did and you want to support support, support us further, Please, please, please head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and get a free no obligation quote for your next Disney vacation. And then again, too, if you're listening to this, please make sure you're subscribed to wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple podcasts, please take the time to leave us a five star rating and review. If you're enjoying the show and you are, and you're, you know, getting something useful out of it, I guess let me know. When- Don't forget to put your name in there so that way I know what your name is and not just your crazy username. And we didn't get any new reviews this week, so I can't give you shout-outs, but you want a shout-out on the show, go ahead and uh, drop your name in there and and a great review for us. And I would love to say thank you during the show. But that's going to do it for this week. Hope you enjoyed it again. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the Disney Dining Show. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.